we will computers and artificial intelligence will never be able to predict the next cool new meme because no one on the planet ever predicted a little kid in Walmart yodeling as the next big thing. It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's superhero slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name's Mike Royer. And stop spoiling Infinity War, people. Oh, jeez, I can hear you banging on the table over there. Uh, Oh, mad Chris is already. My broccoli is so steamed right now. Oh, man. I've heard heard from some friends of the show that they were caught watching some TV spots on accident, so... You can't even watch TV right now. You, you can't watch TV. You can't get on the internet. What what can you do? I mean, <laughs> I'm going to have to go pick up my old Game Boy and just start playing Pokemon on that thing for the next two weeks. So anyway, <laughs> uh, the Titans leaked set photos are causing an uproar, Mike. Yes, quite a bit. Not on this show, sadly, but <laughs> somewhere out there. We're going to talk about what's going on with that. The Incredibles 2 gets a trailer, finally. Yes, not just a teaser, a, a full-fledged trailer, I suppose. The best Fantastic Four movie gets a sequel is what I'm telling <laughs> Those lines are so blurred. Like, when I saw, like, oh, first trailer for The Incredibles came out, I was like, no, we talked about one on the show <laughs> yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh, I guess that's technically a teaser trailer. Teaser. So, who knows anymore, man? Yeah, we, we, we only cover the news. We don't disseminate the, the, <laughs> the words here, so it's fine. And more. Hey. Yeah, watch it with that disseminate. We're an E for Everybody podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize <laughs> for all our children listeners out there. Um, first off, you probably shouldn't be listening to us, but, but it's all right. Uh, Mike, I got some good news. Some people have asked me, and we forgot to cover it last week because I was literally arriving back from Chicago the moment we recorded. Uh, but our March Marvel Madness results were finally in last week, Mike. Yeah, that's right. Well, we had the, I think probably we had to hedge our bets. It was like, uh, what, April Fool's at some point in time. Yeah. Maybe people thought we'd be fooling. This is just excuses. We just forgot. Well, yeah, pretty much. It was, it was my bad and I I admit it, but I do know the final two again were Civil War versus Guardians of the Galaxy, Mike. Mm -hmm. And my vote was not the one that won. It won by several votes. But Civil War came out on top for our Marvel March Madness. Good um, job. Good bracket. job. You know, this brings up a, a hypothetical question that I, I arose to you that's well, slightly related. It's down here uh, in Infinity War, if that's okay. what we're talking about. Okay, we'll talk about that then. I'm right jumping there? the gun here. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, I've been talking <laughs> about this all weekend. I've been, oh, I've, really? Yeah, yeah, I've been pitching this to people all weekend. All right, I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. So congratulations, Civil War. Thanks to everyone who participated in this and helped us pick it out. Mike, are you happy or sad with the results here? You know what? I'm happy because Civil War is basically Winter Soldier adjacent, which is what I wanted to win. Mm -hmm. So that's good. No hate against Guardians of the Galaxy at all. I think it is very important and pivotal for the MCU, which I think we'll talk about here in a a little bit. Uh, But yeah, uh, Civil War is probably... As of right now, the best Avengers movie. Um, even though the first Avengers holds a special place in my heart, this one just it's just bigger and all all over. Just uh, so much going on. Well, in I think movie and- I think it's great because you again we not only do we get to see all the characters. This is Avengers two point five to me. Yeah, uh, you get to see all the characters. We get our introduction to Black Panther, who went on to have the biggest movie <laughs> to date. And mm. Spider-Man, which was your favorite movie last year. So, I mean, not only did we have a bunch of old characters, we had a bunch of new ones. It was really fun. So Heck yeah. 
And it kind of washed that Age of Ultron taste out of your mouth, I feel, Mike. I feel, I feel you feel a little... <laughs> I still got to go back and rewatch that movie. I saw it twice in theaters, and I haven't seen it since. And I feel like I've been possibly unfairly dogging on it for all this time. So <laughs> I think I need to rewatch it just so I can either validate myself or maybe maybe turn myself around. Maybe, my, maybe now my expectations have just been driven into the ground so low, and I've just been unfair. Then maybe I'll have a good time. But it's not streaming anywhere, so that means I got to open up my wallet. So we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we're, we are we are in the final two weeks, Mike. You got to catch up on these these movies before the big one. <sighs> yeah, Unless we'll you're see. going in for that, are you going in for that marathon? Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I, wouldn't, do do I wouldn't do it. So, uh, but yeah, so that thing. I got so bills to pay. Up. I got to be in the office. <laughs> right, you do. You've got you've got a. There's not enough time uh, to do that. So we've been doing it once a week. We've got. Uh, this weekend is uh, Spider Man. Uh, we watch, and then next weekend is. Thor Ragnarok, and we won't be able to catch Black Panther, but, man, we're right around that corner. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. The next thing I want to do is, since uh, I'm in a giving mood here, I went out and found out that The Incredible Hulk, the only movie not distributed by Disney right now, by the way, in the Marvel mm-hmm. movies, um, owned by Universal, just released a 4K version that it does not break the bank. Uh, it was no. $15 at my Best Buy, and it came with the Blu-ray DVD or not, I'm sorry, a 4K, a Blu-ray, and a digital copy, which I think is great for $15. Yeah, the three movies, they're just trying to get you to buy physical media. Exactly. Yeah, we, talked about, we talked about this a little bit before we hit record on the microphones. We were trying to analyze the specs of uh, how 4K's movie work. Apparently, movies for the longest time, even before they were digital, were right around 4K or higher, so there's no upscaling going on here. So if you want to see uh, The Incredible Hulk in Chris... Cr- crispy clean detail i guess 4k is the way to go yeah that's what i'm thinking so i picked it up to add it to my collection because only i think uh guardians spider-man thor maybe black panther the movies last year are now in 4k so everything beforehand is not so this is cool to pick an old one up yeah the only other the only other object in your house that can rival space uh beyond the pop vinyls is going to be your uh blu-ray collection it's true my my marvel blu-ray collection is getting out of control and so is my pop vinyl. I bought a 10-inch Thanos this week. We're not Jeez. here to talk about that. Um, <laughs> what I'm here to do is I've actually already owned the 4K digital copy. Apparently, my one of my other digital copy was upgraded to 4K the first time. So, yay me. Um, <laughs> so, but, so I've got a free digital copy here of The Incredible Hulk to give away. Uh, we haven't really come up with any rules for this yet, but um, <laughs> I think I'm going to tie it into our Avengers Infinity War question uh, about about that we're going to talk about, Mike. Okay. And have people... You're going to respond to our question we're going to ask in a few, and then we'll, we'll, we'll show how we tie that in. The first choice will get their, the first choice that we pick, I think, uh, will get the their choice of digital code, or I have a, a limited edition steelbook of the Blu-ray and DVD. So you can either have the 4K uh, digital Man. code or the Blu-ray slash DVD copy. You hear how much Chris loves you out there, people? He's willing to go to the post office for you. I'm not even willing to do that. No, Mike, <laughs> Mike doesn't get out at all. Uh, oh, no. But but I mean I'm also giving you uh, I have three Blu-rays of the Incredible Hulk in my house right now and I'm thinking my <laughs> wife is like okay do you really like the Hulk that much I'm like you know what you're right I need to <laughs> I need to pass along this good fortune so got a oh, literally clean house we do well, we'll talk about that here in a minute so I'm gonna open up this Coke I have to drink here Mike but you tell me you didn't go to the post office this weekend where'd you go Yeah that's right I went to the movies twice and I watched a two films at home actually so i thought we would run down like just the uh, mike's movie week 
it's usually a big deal for me because usually I'm a TV guy. I don't run to the theater too often unless it's like a Thursday night premiere. So we'll start the week off with uh, I rewatched Thor Ragnarok thanks to you who gave me the digital code for oh. Thor Ragnarok not long ago. So I thought I'd sit down and watch that. Still holds up. Still funny. Still still a great movie. Uh, so I loved rewatching that. So I guess technically I am in my own way, kind of catching up to infinity war, just really in just all way. The, <laughs> yeah, all over the place. Um, I had a chance to watch this really bizarre movie called Faust. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but apparently it, it's based off of some sort of graphic novel. It sounds like maybe you've heard of it. Is that the one with like the, it's got like a horns or some creature in it? Yeah, yeah it's it was really weird. I, I saw a, a YouTube channel uh, talk about this movie just the other week, um, and they just said this movie was so bizarre that you just kind of had to watch it just to experience it. So I hop on iTunes to see if it's there, maybe add it to my wish list. I don't see it anywhere. I Google it, and I can barely find it on IMDb. So I'm just like, this movie seems obscure enough that someone's probably uploaded it for free to YouTube. So I just searched it on YouTube, and I found it for free. So if you want to watch Faust, I some people say it came out in 2000. Some say it came out in 2001. So I guess it's kind of up well, to you to I, determine the release date for it. Just doing a quick Google here. There's five films called Faust. Yeah, um, it, it, it it has like a subtitle. Is but this I don't one Love of the Damned? Called. Yeah, I think that's what the title right. was. So search that in YouTube. You'll find it. This bizarre story about this guy who's about to like jump off a bridge and commit suicide. So like the quote unquote devil or a devil proxy appears to him and says, hey, if you sell me your soul, I'll give you these powers so you can get revenge on this like mobster that was mean to you or something. So he takes the deal and he gets like these Wolverine or I guess X-23 type claws kind of attached to him permanently and he uses them. Now he has the ability to fight too. So he goes, he goes and kills the mobster very gruesomely, but then he realizes he made a very, he made a very poor decision of selling his soul. So now he's just like, Oh, well I'm just going to use these powers and just go kill the devil. And then I'll be out of this contract basically. So it sounds a lot like it, but there's just, there's just bizarre visuals in it. Very not safe for work. Uh, if this movie is not rated R, I would be shocked. I'm pretty sure it's rated R. So don't watch this around kids, but is there's, there's just some weird visuals. Um, I will give them props for doing a lot of special, a lot of a uh, practical effects of like demons and skeletons and stuff. And just this weird time between the nineties and two thousands where you didn't really know what was going on. And I was surprised to see it was based off a graphic novel. So I won't belabor it anymore, but just weird movie. But then now we jump into, I would say, the kind of the all right and then the best. So on a Thursday night, I finally got a chance to see Ready Player One. And we briefly talked about we might discuss this on the show if we both ever got around to seeing it. Because um, mm-hmm. we, weren't, we weren't really too hyped about this movie. So, And we never read the books, so we couldn't really – I don't think we could talk too intelligently – more than some other people that would dig this movie. So we went out and saw it. And, you know, it's – it was all right. It was fun. I won't spoil anything, but the weirdest thing is, is I didn't know when the book was written. Apparently the book was written in 2011, which is relatively recently, but I was under the impression that this story was concocted in like the late nineties or early two thousands where there was kind of more forward thinking, like trying to imagine what VR would be like in the future. 
So I was giving them a little bit of a pass on some of the stuff that was happening. But almost everything in this movie that's kind of like futuristic from the year 2045, we almost already have. Like we already have really nice VR headsets that over the years will just get nicer and nicer and nicer. Uh, the character in the movie is running on an omnidirectional treadmill, which literally exists today. It's really big and heavy, but like they're literally in the in the process of like building it smaller and smaller and getting the tech better. So we'll get that treadmill eventually. And there's even like kind of like haptic uh, feedback suits that exist too, a little bit more clunky. But basically, when 2045 rolls around, you know, we we could be living in a, this future, which doesn't really help it because it's hard for me to imagine imagine all of the stuff that's happening on the screen so you you know you've seen the trailers you see the characters they're like they're running all around like jumping off like these fantastical worlds like floating through the air doing like kung fu kicks like driving cars super fast like really cool visuals steven spielberg directs it in a very weird 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 cool way but then when you cut to see them in the real world they're just characters like sitting in a chair with a VR headset on it just like totally undercuts like all the action and all the stakes in the movie just knowing that these are just people playing like video games and then it's like they try to manufacture kind of like these life and death scenarios so I don't think the movie was was for me we went with a couple people that had read the book before and they, they seemed to you know have had a good time but they weren't they weren't blown out of the water so um uh, someone said it to me uh, today that uh, they felt like the people that wanted to see the movie had seen it already. And if you haven't seen it, you're probably not going to. Uh-huh. So that was Ready Player One. But uh, last night I saw an amazing movie. I'm going to recommend everyone go and see it as soon as you can. Uh, it was called A Quiet Place. Okay, well, you better not tell me anything about this. Oh, of these will... two movies, this is the only one of those two I actually want to see. <laughs> so I will not spoil it, but... Um, uh, John Krasinski did a great job directing this film. You know, everybody already knows the the gimmick of, you know, the, these people have to stay silent to kind of stay alive. I won't go anywhere beyond that. I wouldn't even seek out trailers. I unfortunately saw a little bit of a later trailer that revealed a little bit more of the world that they live in. I would recommend going in as blank as possible. But this movie is very, very quiet. So prepare yourself and maybe double think about what theater you go to, what time you go, who is going to be in the theater with you, because you need to have a very responsible audience in this movie, because you'll hear every snack that's open. You'll hear everybody that's adjusting their seat. And I went insane last night because two people, no, three people I learned at the end of the movie brought their lap dogs into the movie. I don't know at what point in society we all decided it was okay to bring dogs into the theater, but it is, uh, I don't even know how they got them in there. I think they got the whole like service dog like vest on them, but it's just like, I will give people the benefit of a doubt that have a small service dog. Obviously, they're not blind. You know, uh, I would assume, like, I, they're not blind because I can tell. I can look at them. I'm not trying to be rude or anything. But if you have a small service dog, I always hear people have them, like, for things like anxiety. You know, you got to take them on the plane with you because you can't fly because it's too much. And you got to get across country to get to this funeral. So you have to bring this dog on the plane. I need him for comfort. Don't go see The Quiet Place if you have anxiety. That movie is, like, so tense and insane. I don't, so, like, don't bring your dogs. Uh, don't bring 
bring your kids. I don't think this is a movie for kids unless they kind of really like scary stuff. Uh, but this was an amazing mm-hmm. movie. It was literally gripping. Like I was holding on to myself. I was holding on to the armrest. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's so much fun from beginning to end. Uh, they, the things uh, kick off very quickly. You learn very soon at the beginning the stakes of this world, and you are. It's just, it is just a ride. Um, I would love to see maybe someone analyze like the axe structure of this movie. It felt like it had a very uh, kind of a sh- uh, maybe it felt like almost like a two act movie in like a really great way. So it was a very uh, interesting. So uh, John Krasinski should be very proud. But there you go, Mike's Movie Madness. Uh, go see A Quiet Place. Skip Ready Player One. Uh, stream Faust for free. And then if your buddy is giving you a free copy of Thor Ragnarok Digital, watch that before Infinity War comes out. There you go. I'm getting a lot of stuff to give out these days. I don't know where. <laughs> so well, that's good, Mike. Thank you for sharing your movie weekend with us. I wish I could see more movies, and uh, it sounds like maybe my opportunity to do so is kind of maybe out the window. And we'll talk about that later, Mike. I want to see what... a lot of stuff is tying together this week. I really like those kind of weeks where. It's all yeah coming together um but now now for a very serious psa uh that that, that, that means a lot to me stop spoiling infinity war <laughs> damn it um i mean I, I there's no one in no one of our listeners are doing it but if anyone is to hell with you people um there are like like there are articles everywhere there are actually the Twitter version of some videos show more information than the actual widescreen versions of some videos. Like Ugh. it is getting ridiculous. Cause I'm reading like, Hey, this has a spoiler. Don't watch this. Da, 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 da. But sometimes you can't help it. Like I'm trying to watch agents of shield, right? Uh-huh. Of course they're going to put a Marvel trailer in the middle of a Marvel TV show. So now I'm relegated to watching that after the fact on a streaming service where I can't find anything like that. Yeah. Uh, and they're in that big advertising push right up to the movie because we're getting very close. So they're basically using like the YouTube thumbnail approach of just like whatever the biggest, uh, fanciest, just most uh, shocking still that we have. That's going to be the first thing on that Twitter video that's promoted, mm-hmm. directed at us because they know what we're tweeting. So like I'm scrolling so fast through all of my feeds. I'm like actively trying not to look at my ex- Instagram explore tab because a lot of stuff pops up in there. The other day, actually, I went into my explore tab and I saw like some sort of superhero related thing in there. And I did the the thing where you tap on it and say, show me less of this. And I was like, I just need to purge superhero related things from my social feeds just for like the next couple weeks. It is, it's, it's a lot of work out there to do to avoid these spoilers yeah i know and tell me trying to put together these show notes every week i mean (laughs) as as mike has learned i'm doing them later and later in the week because i'm just scared to go to anything because most of the times i mean i would do it like when they come out but uh, a lot of editors on these sites have taken kind of an approach of like we will remove anything that is spoilery or change Mm -hmm. the title but sometimes they don't do it right away Uh, they have to wait until someone tells them or like a half hour window so i'm like I'm just going to look at this later and hopefully everything's been cleaned up by that point. So, Uh um, I know some people are sharing links online. Some people are seeing videos online. It's, it's dangerous. It's a danger zone. Uh, it's, and, and I'm, I'm a little scared for everybody involved, but I think we can make it. I think we can make it till I think the 26th, that Thursday, right? I got to pull up my calendar. That's less than, that's nine days. Uh, I don't know how many sleeps that is. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to figure that. I think that's like 11, no, one, two, three, four. Yeah, 11 sleeps. So that's not nine days. What am I thinking? It's like <laughs> 11 days. So 11 sleeps. Uh, math is hard. So nothing's going on with that. I did find out a fun fact that this movie is selling tickets. I sold seven times. Uh, 
as many tickets, more tickets than the last seven Marvel movies combined. Dang. Which uh, also kind of brings me to the point here that it's going to projected to beat the Force Awakens box office. That I mean, that's the big question that uh, we proposed a few weeks back. You know, if anything can beat the can beat the Force Awakens opening weekend, it's going to be this movie because I can't imagine too many things in the future doing it. I mean, like unless like Warner Brothers gets their act together and like I don't even know what Warner Brothers has. I mean, they've already like kind of blew their load <laughs> with uh, Justice League and Batman vs Superman. You know, they already made those movies and it didn't work well, so they don't have much left. So uh, maybe it can do it. That'd be cool. I'd like it to take the top spot. You know, we love these movies. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean it's it's also interesting because it is again a culmination of ten years of movies leading mm-hmm. up to one point and. You know, if if your ten year payoff wasn't worth it, you know why even do it? So, uh, <laughs> really looking forward to this. Uh, speaking of ratings earlier, this is officially rated PG thirteen. I am not surprised <laughs> by this rating whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know why it took them so long, but uh, maybe the rating is kind of also tied to how long it takes them to kind of get the final film locked. You know, maybe they have to get like the official like last edit in, and then they can send it off to be rated. They all knew that they were going to get the PG thirteen rating, so maybe it's maybe it just shows that they, you know they're still kind of tweaking this up to the last minute. It could also be. I mean, I imagine there's going to be a lot of violence in this. Um, so there, there better be Chris. They, I was thinking hopefully <laughs> they were riding that line on the violence. So we'll have to see how that plays off when it comes through. Um, the Russo brothers, and I think the writers of this movie also come out, thinks that the Secret Wars storyline will be a great follow-up after the Fox deal closes in the Marvel Universe. I think we've talked about this before as well. Yeah, um, I mean, you're going to need like a big cast to kind of fill out that Secret Wars story. So folding the X-Men into it and all that's attached to that, you know, the the Fantastic Four, would be a good way to fill it out. Man, talk about an even more expensive movie than Infinity War, trying to pull off Secret Wars. But, you know, Infinity War, I guess, might write the check for Secret Wars. Um, yeah, talking about spoilers, that all of the rumors and speculation for what Avengers 4 might be titled... I've seen Secret Wars thrown around as a guess, oh, no. but th- that seems like way too early in jumping the gun, and I don't really know how they would pull that off. I've heard I've heard one guess that I don't I don't know much about the storyline, and I won't say it just in case it spoils anything. Um, I, I've seen one guess that I don't know much about it, but the title sounds really cool. So if that's a cool title, I'd be okay with that title, but I have no idea what that would entail for the next well, Avengers. Go ahead and throw this out there, because I, I honestly think no matter what our guesses are, we're all going to be wrong. Uh, okay. And the movie titles don't necessarily follow their book story. Age okay. of Ultron didn't follow the comic book. Infinity War is more following Infinity Gauntlet, it seems, in the actual Infinity War book. I, you know, throw it out there. I'm going to – it's all grains of salt here. Let's, let's, let's hear what you got. All right. What, what do you I've, got? I've, I've heard uh, the next one might be called Avengers Annihilation, which okay. sounds like a really cool subtitle. And it, and I had to go look what that storyline was about. It looks <laughs> like it's about some very cosmic entities me, and stuff like that. Let me tell you right now, I've got the entire set hardcover omnibus sitting right behind <laughs> me. Annihilation is by far my favorite cosmic story. The Guardians of the Galaxy that we know today were created in that story. Uh, it's such a cool title, too. Like, and there's so much connotation behind it. I have no idea what it's about. But if that logo showed up at the end of the movie, I'd be like, that's a sick title. I don't know what it means, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, I don't want to give it all away, but there was a follow-up to that called Annihilation Conquest, which was just as cool. So, um, yeah, I, Annihilation could be fun. I, again, we keep thinking uh, uh, was Secret Invasion. 
would be a good one as well if they if they pull that off with Captain Marvel. I don't think they will. Yeah, I've I've heard um, possibly like Avengers disassemble, yeah. but that but that's dumb because that kind of basically happened at the end of Civil War. Well, that was kind of like the new Avengers disassembled. It was, so this I feel was like before. Already, this was before Civil War, actually. Yeah, I felt. I feel like disassembled kind of already happened. They've kind of already broken up. So yeah, that's kind of like the end of Civil War was mm-hmm. disassembled. But yeah, I don't think that. I mean, if Thanos is just, I don't think Thanos will be defeated at the end of Avengers four or three. So I think it's going to have to be something cosmic to either yeah. rival him or then coming back to defeat him. But we'll we'll definitely see. Maybe it's Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> no, it's not good. Like, so that would be amazing. I mean, like you, we usually follow up these big Avengers movie with kind of like a simple, funny Ant Man. So wouldn't it be funny if Avengers Four is like followed up with Great Lakes Avengers? That oh yeah, so funny. Yeah, well, we got Ant Man again following this Avengers, so we're, we're good to go. <laughs> so the question here, where you can win yourself some movies, and the one Mike posed to me, I think yesterday, Saturday, mm. um, this guy is trying to get his girlfriend ready to watch <laughs> Infinity War, right? Uh-huh. And she's agreed to watch three movies from yeah, the Marvel and she, Universe. And she has never seen a single movie. That That is kind of the – that's the situation being proposed. What three movies do you show someone who's never seen the Marvel Universe or knows anything about to get them ready for Infinity War, Mike? Yeah. Because it because in this story that I actually saw on Twitter, it was somebody retweeting a conversation of his friend and his girlfriend talking. She had agreed to only uh, give up enough time to watch three movies. Obviously, this girl, uh, she's got shit to do, only has enough time to watch three Marvel movies. So um, I would propose, obviously, Avengers 1. There, there's no scenario uh-huh. where these three movies does not include Avengers 1. You've got to start I, there. Yeah, I think that's the baseline. Maybe you could argue order. Uh, possibly, but Avengers one for sure. Um, I would go ahead and say n- next up, possibly Civil War, because f- Civil War is almost kind of where we left off, where we left all of our characters before we run into Infinity War. So then you kind of had this third movie. I think this third movie is the more interesting one. So it's just like, you know, do you go like more back in the day? You know, just for the context of the MCU in general, do you show them Iron Man one? Maybe just to kind of give them a kickstart, like, oh, this is how it all started. Mm-hmm. Do you do you go maybe more th- the most critically like acclaimed movie? Do you go like, hey, we're gonna watch Black Panther just because uh, uh, Black Panther could be a huge role in this movie, and everyone's talking about Black Panther. So if you really want to be ingrained in the MCU, go that way. Uh, I kind of propose. I think since you're kind of bringing terrestrial and cosmic together, I think you gotta have them watch a Guardians movie. And I think you have them watch the first Guardians because Guardians contain a lot of characters that's going to be moving into the Infinity War. So if you kind of want to get everybody familiar with everyone on screen, I think you do the first Guardians. So I'm saying Guardians, Avengers one, and Civil War for my three movie catch up. All right, that's a that's a bold choice. Um... I my choices are probably much more simple, and simply because I feel these are all thematic. These are one string between these three movies, Mike. And I, uh-huh. I told you this. You start with Avengers one, because uh-huh. you only, not only do you get the 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 interact the 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 space stone and the mind stone in there, you get you get introduced to aliens pretty easily. I mean, uh-huh. without without guardians, then I'm gonna say simply because you haven't watched it, you may you may now remember. I think. Age of Ultron is your second movie. Yeah, I've, I've seen that thrown out there Be- as an idea. Because, A, you get uh, the Mind Stone and the Vision yet again. Uh, Thor has his vision to go get the stones from Thanos. And um, 
and I think it just ties it, it, it builds them up a little bit more because in what I, I call the third act of this is Civil War to see where they all kind of clash and kind of fall apart as well. Um, because if you watch those three, you've got a pretty straight line into Avengers three. So Avengers one, Avengers two, Avengers two point five. Yeah, I mean, I guess three. I would just push back against Ultron because really all it's giving you, I would say, to the storyline is just Vision. I feel like Vision could be very easily explained to somebody before walking into the movie just with like a quick like conversation. And so I, I, it's just, you know, I don't think Ultron himself factors very much into it. So personally, myself, I would take Ultron out of the equation, which would take out uh, Age of Ultron, the movie, into the picks. But I'm really curious what other people are thinking yeah. out there. So this like, is... there's so many ways you could look at it. Like, you know, are you trying to get this person invested into the MCU? So hopefully they'll go back on their own and rewatch them all. So maybe you tease them with different parts of the universe. Or you're just trying to, like, just get them to enjoy this one movie and they'll probably never see another movie movie again after it yeah exactly i mean i think in that that text we saw that started this whole thing is like i'll just show her thor ragnarok three times and then just tell her everyone else is thor's friends when they show up <laughs> uh, yeah that's pretty funny I, my other recommendation and this is why i'm giving out the incredible hulk here is i think you show him incredible hulk ant-man and the <laughs> dark world because just really just really spread it out <laughs> you're not gonna have any idea what's going on by the time those are done and you're gonna be oh like who the hell are these extra characters going on wow i would really i would really love to watch a reaction video of somebody trying to review infinity war after never seeing any of these movies it's just like we've i was i was talking about this with my wife briefly today of um i i could see maybe somebody not having a lot of time in their life to watch these movies you know they just got other stuff going on maybe they're like a trader on wall street busy trying to take over the world i don't know what their life is like but if you choose not to watch superhero comic book movies like it doesn't really necessarily make you cool or anything that you're avoiding the nerd culture you're missing out on a very big slice of the pie that is pop culture mm -hmm. because like uh these superhero movies very quickly grew outside of the range of like niche nerdiness to just like uh Get ready because your trivial version, your versions of Trivial Pursuit over the next twenty years are going to include questions from all of these movies. So uh, it's almost like you gotta watch them now. It's just like I'm trying to think of like somebody back in the '70s that thought they were like too cool to go see Star Wars. It's just like you are going to be very lost in the future when everything revolves around these like, movies. I'm not bragging, but I do have the <laughs> Trivial Pursuit version of, of Avengers. So Robinson Mackinac's <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. You're um, gonna need to buy an expansion for that. That's uh, expanding. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's it, oh, I think it went up to Age of Ultron, and that was it. But either way, share your things with us uh, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or Instagram. Comment on it. Give us your three movies you show someone. Uh, you can be funny, you can be serious, you can do whatever you want. I tell you what, if you haven't reviewed the podcast yet on iTunes, if you put your answer within iTunes, I don't know how quickly that shows up, but I think that almost guarantees a win if yeah. a review comes along with it. So. Exactly. Any of those ways, any of those things. If, you, if we see your three movies, you say one, two, three, and then your movies, you're entered, we'll pick a random one next week and we'll announce it. We'll contact you to give these things out because I got to go to the post office and give them out apparently. So. <laughs> yes, you do. Hopefully um, it's not snowing. In it, April in the Midwest. It is tomorrow, actually. So oh, thanks for jinxing us, Mike. <laughs> but that's really cool. Infinity Wars around the corner going to be the biggest movie ever. But we're going to talk about the current number one superhero right now. The current number one superhero movie is Black Panther. And we've got some information on this home release, Mike. I know you got to get this digital because it's such a good movie. Mm -hmm. Love watching it. Digital's May 8th. And the DVD, Blu-ray, 4K is May 15th. 
Oh, you were so close to being able to watch it at home before Avengers came out. <laughs> so close. Like, a, yeah. So I don't, I mean, hopefully uh, there might be some websites that may have a copy early enough to watch it again <laughs> before. But uh, I think it's still in theaters. I think a couple theaters around here are still showing this. So Yeah, I have a strong feeling that people are going to try to keep that uh, in the in the rotation since uh, uh, Infinity War is coming out. Yeah, so uh, it's Black Panther still continuing to make money. Uh, it's up there. I, I really can't stress enough. If you haven't seen it, you should probably get out and see it before it leaves the theaters. But uh, you're going to need to watch it before Infinity War. That's that's I think a, a big big takeaway for me. Uh-huh. So uh, next up is a rumor that Marvel may be having another movie series announcement on the horizon and they're getting to what launch what is called the eternals mike are you familiar with the eternals uh, no i'm not and when i heard this i briefly googled it and then i looked at it, i was like i don't know what any of this is i might as well just wait until sunday until chris <laughs> can tell me what it is <laughs> so funny enough i actually own several eternals comic books of course you do you're you drowning in blu-rays pop vinyls and comic books over there it's true you? and i love i don't know if you if you do a google from like the 2000s uh version of Eternals. I think it was written by Neil Gaiman in the 2000s. Um, mm. The artwork is just to die for on the covers. Um, but it, so we've talked about DC having their new gods and their um, movie coming out. Uh-huh. This is essentially Marvel's version of the, their new gods that came out on the same, at the same time. All right. Um, so the Eternals are an evolutionary offshoot of humanity and they're possessed with higher powers and longer lifespans than the regular human race. And you're like, Chris, that kind of sounds like a lot of other Marvel things, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it kind of does. Uh, so the Celestials arrived on Earth and performed experiments on the human, the early human race. And uh, they they ended up creating these Eternals. And they were they created another race called the Deviants. So, oh, jeez. This sounds straight up like Inhumans nonsense. It, it, <laughs> it, is, it is very, very close uh, because... Like, learning about these Eternals led the Kree to experimenting on them and creating the Inhumans. So, like, all this led to, down the road, the Inhumans and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you have your your your, your Deviants and your, your Eternals, and they're working on uh, the two opposing factions. So like, like New Gods, you have your um, Apocalypse and then your Genesis kind of thing. So, they all live on uh, the city of titanos that has to deal with titan so i think this is going to be an offshoot from the the thanos backstory we're getting in infinity war in avengers yeah yeah i don't mind the mcu you know expanding the cosmic universe you know as the phases progress on but i would hope they maybe maybe would uh retool the kind of origins of the eternals or at least make it not so identical to what we're seeing on agents of shield with the inhumans because it's like okay well how many different aliens have come to earth in the past to kind of make their own little toys out of the humans you know so but i like the idea of maybe the celestials getting a little bit more explanation because all we've seen in the mcu is just kind of like you know brief visions of them um and kind of like holograms and like flashbacks of like destroying planets so it would be kind of cool to see them expand it out a little bit more um i would think Maybe, uh, you know, if we get the Fantastic Four, there is one character that might tie into all this, you know, that I would like to see, you know, going forward. So we'll just have to wait and see if that happens. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is all this is all going to spin out from the popularity that is Thanos from this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Simply because one of, I think, uh, a character called Alars and uh, Suisan, who is the mother of Thanos, like repopulated the 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 city of Titan or the, the planet of Titan. So I, I'm really 
interested to see if that's where this is coming from or or not so um but this is a big rumor for eternals uh, they they have their own old series from 1976 and then they also have uh, a newer series written by neil gaiman from the early mid 2000s so uh, you can pick those up pretty cheap actually if you like run into a comic book store you can find them pretty used pretty cheap right now until they announce this movie and then they're gonna skyrocket <laughs> yeah so um i mean i i'm i'm excited to see more cosmic stuff do you want to learn more about Thanos's planet and his people and where he comes from, or like what's your where's your approach? Uh, I want Captain America to punch Thanos into the ground, give him a, a satisfying defeat, and then show me a very cryptic silhouette of Galactus and have me shaking in my seat. That's what I'm looking for. Well, and probably, Galactus might tie into the Eternals and Celestials and all that. You are gonna be disappointed. So <laughs> set that up. Have you been watching Agents of Shield at all, Mike? I actually, I'm all caught up. Okay, I'm not. I'm like one, maybe now two behind because of the, I'm not watching that live because of those stupid commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the season five finale episode has been given a title called The End, which is ominous. Uh, um, ominous, yes. But uh, there's no, it's not been canceled. It's just not been renewed. It's on a bubble still. So we don't know mm. where it is. If it ends and it's called The End, I'd be happy. It's the middle of May when it when it airs. So, I mean, that's cool with me. That's cool with you. Yeah. Yeah, they've been toying with that whole like idea of is Coulson gonna die? Is he not gonna die? You know, some sort of prophecy. Who knows if he'll end up uh, kicking the bucket? But uh, maybe if uh, they get another season and they do kind of wrap it up in a nice bow, uh, they'll probably call like Agents of Shield the new class. They'll bring mm. in all these new people and we'll be like, who are you? And then it'll be canceled one season later. One, one, se- one full season later. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, what I what is cool if you if you watch Agents of Shield from the beginning. Uh, Mike knows that they've had some flashbacks in the recent episodes. Um, it is hard to keep track. This would be like, I don't know how on earth you'd find the time to binge this entire series, but I think you would benefit from it because they're, they're digging stuff up from like four years ago, and it's really hard to keep all track. All those unwrapped, <laughs> unraveled plot threads are going to be wrapped up, I feel, because episode three of the whole series dealt with Gravitonium. And uh-huh. creating the villain Graviton, and we are finally getting to that payoff on that since from episode three, <laughs> and uh, it's really cool. I like all the characters. I like the flashbacks. One of my favorite villains, I, I believe, is coming back. Um, we're gonna have to see. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm, I'm really excited to see some of my favorite villains come back and, and and wrap this up and see how it does end in in their terms and if it does get renewed. So, uh, we'll we'll keep you posted. On another thing, uh, things getting renewed is Jessica Jones got a confirmed season three uh, with, I think, didn't uh, Kristen Ritter like scratch out the season two on the cake and put a three <laughs> yeah. on it from the, yeah, the last Yeah, some one, sort so. of, it was like a very crude social media post uh, confirmed confirming season three i'm not surprised because uh the seasons have had such a good critical reception i'm curious where you keep taking these uh netflix characters because it seems like uh, a, a border a box has officially been placed around the netflix marvel characters with the disney streaming service coming out saying like hey you know netflix you know we know you got these characters you're doing a really good job adapting on screen you know except for iron fist uh you know you're having a good time you made your defenders thing you know go ahead and make another one but but you're going to go ahead and be stuck with them. You can't expand out anymore. Guess what? You're not getting Blade. We're not giving you Moon Knight, you know, just speculating here. So just have fun with these characters. Hopefully you can keep them afloat. Uh, have fun finding villains that you haven't dug up yet, you know. There's not a whole lot of Jessica Jones out there to really draw on. So I guess we'll have to see uh, what they do going forward. But, I mean, good. I mean, I'll watch the third season. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, what I found out is, you know, a lot of – 
uh, honestly, just men didn't like season two as much as season one, but a lot of women are really getting into season two. So um, it's good that they have a, a, a show they can they can go to and like and, and, and enjoy. So that's that's really cool. Uh, so I don't know what they're going to pull from season three. There's actually a lot of Jessica Jones out there, believe it or not. Uh, so they'll, they'll find some villains for her. They'll, they'll find something. And I, they probably listen to some feedback and maybe we can get something. So I'm, I'm excited to... To see where that goes. So, uh, cool for it. Go Jessica Jones. I think it's the first um, show to get announced this year, right? A sequel? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because Punisher was last year. So, post post Defenders, it, it's renewed. So, you got to milk that for all I can. The Spider-Man PS4 game, which Mike is going to buy a PlayStation 4 just for this game. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the Iron Spider suit has been confirmed as playable in-game due to some leaked footage. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, I think... It's pretty obvious that Iron Spider is going to be pretty big going forward, coming off in the Infinity War. So, you know, I'm, I haven't really been too familiar with a lot of Spider-Man games in the past, but I have seen, um, I have seen like uh, advertisements and like trailers for them that they're just cramming as many collectible and downloadable suits as possible in the in those previous games and like unlockables. So mm-hmm. uh, I would imagine almost every suit that in existence might make it to this game at some point. And in time. you better be ready to cash out a buck fifty for each one. <laughs> uh, I think it's cool as long as they have actual different abilities that separate them a little bit. I think that'll be really cool. If they're all just skins, uh, I might be a little more disappointed. You know. Because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Iron Spider, even if, whether it's a comic book or the movie version, he needs to have the back legs, his back oh, yeah. tendrils. Oh so, yeah. Uh, if he doesn't have them, they can't use them. What's the point of having it? You know? Yeah. So, exactly. So uh, I'm really excited. There's been some gameplay footage out there uh, showing off the combat system. Uh, they've got me sold, man. I'm I'm on board for buying this game. You don't have to convince me anymore. Uh, right before this, we watched the Incredibles 2 trailer. We talked about it at the top of the show. Um, Mike, what do you think about this trailer? Um, it's hard to say. Uh, it, there seems to be a lot of similarities from the first Incredibles movie. Basically, they're kind of just swapping which parent gets to go out and uh, be a hero on their own. This time, it's Elastigirl. Uh, I like the parts in the trailer where Mr. Incredible is like stuck at home and he's just get incredibly frustrating with these kids he just doesn't know how to like handle the frustration like math is math they can't change math i think that's hilarious uh i mean i'm just curious what's the over under that bob odenkirk's character which is portrayed as the good guy in the movie is just going to end up being the villain because they show at the end the villain is called like screen slaver screen slaver and and he's wearing like a iron mask i just i I mean, I would bet almost a hundred dollars that that's Bob Odenkirk's character. Even if you look at his character design, he has a very pointy face, pointy nose. They always make the villains like that. So, um, well, the I screen, mean, it looks like the, it's going to be fun. Well, the screen slaver doesn't have that face shape, so that's the only reason I'm against that. How about this? Whoever wins, I don't think it's him. You think it's him? Has to buy the other person a screen slaver pop vinyl. <laughs> Well, I don't know because I saw some of the screenshots of these pop vinyls and the Incredibles are not transitioning well to physical objects because I also saw what they're supposed to look like as Legos and uh, they don't look very good like that either. <laughs> I like I like the pop vinyls. I mean, I don't know which ones you've seen. I've seen the full set here. Um, they've even got the Underminer and Frozone and a purple suit Elastigirl. I guess she's getting a purple suit in this movie or maybe it's her original suit. 
Um, but I'm, I'm interested to kind of see what's going on with these. My wife will probably get a couple because the old Incredibles ones are very expensive. So yeah, well, uh, I mean, I'm I'm definitely seeing this movie. That's for sure. But. Oh yeah, no, no, no doubt there. I think I mean I think I'm really digging the the non time jump here. Uh, actually, more so than I thought I would. Um, since it picks up with him taking down the Underminer, it's not like a, you know, how long has it been since the last movie? Fifteen years. It's so been a while. It's, it's not a fifteen year time jump. It's like this is like the next month after they're. <laughs> it's they're, funny. They I would almost, I would almost disagree. I kind of wanted the time jump, so maybe there's just going to be two camps of people out there. It's just like we have been without the Incredibles for so long. It seems weird just picking up where we left off. It's almost like. Oh, we made this movie like 14 years ago. We just didn't release it. So here it is now, but it just looks a lot nicer. So I, I think I would have appreciated the time jump, but it would have been cool to kind of see all the characters older. Um, I'm curious uh, if they're going to be able to make Jack-Jack uh, uh, entertaining, just being like just this random ball of uh, destruction. You know, uh, I, I feel like a lot of times with Pixar movies, especially in the credits, you always see all the babies that were born during Pixar. I feel like all the all of the um heads of story up there in pixar are just like baby crazy and they always want to put babies in the movie uh (laughs) just because like oh we have all these baby experiences so maybe i don't know maybe that'll turn out well but uh i'm not too sour on this i'm excited for it yeah i'm 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 totally on board so we'll we'll definitely keep you guys posted when that comes out now for the the real conversation piece here the titans tv show leaked set photos are out these are pictures taken from someone with a phone or a a lens from very far away. These are not official photos. They're out, and people are not <laughs> very happy, it seems like, over these. Ooh, set photos is never the best way to reveal things for the first time. I mean, just harken back to a couple weeks ago when we saw Captain Marvel for the first time in a suit. And, uh, you know, very out of place, out of context, not even in her final suit. And I feel like we're getting a little bit of that here uh, with uh, Starfire and some of these other members, because it looks like scrolling through these, you see Robin. I would assume the mm-hmm. man in, in the green hair is Beast Boy. Um, You're quick. We ha- we have a girl in a uh, dark hair. That's probably Raven. I, with, I think that's safe to say. With the, the slight blue coloring. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the creme de la creme, the the sore thumb standing out here, just because of the very bright neon hair. We have Starfire. Who has this very extremely tight curly red hair uh, but I think in the combination of the fur coat and the very sparkly purple dress um, very odd combination and I think that's kind of throwing some people off Starfire specifically yeah a lot of people uh, want the orange skin Starfire and again these all photos are all out of context this could be an episode where they have to go undercover and look like humans on the street um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know these characters, so I can't speak to anything. I know Robin. Okay, I got Robin down. Uh, Britton Thwaites looks like Robin. I mean, he does. He does. He look like a Robin. Yeah, he. That's like a very good uh, cast. Around. He looks. He almost looks like a little bit of Andrew Garfield Spider Man, but I think it works well for a Robin and or Nightwing character. He's not. He's not. He's not overly bulky or confident like a Batman is, but he. He he's he's just handsome enough to pull off the Robin look. It looks like he can still you know beat some people in an alley. So um, that's totally cool with me. Um, these are all out of context. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know the characters. I don't know their abilities. I think Beast Boy can change shapes into things. 
Is that right? Yeah, he uh, Beast Boy changes into green animals, basically. So he can transform into an elephant, stomp on people, transform into like a cheetah and run really fast. Uh, uh, in the cartoon show, he favored gorillas quite a bit. I think it's because they're strong, kind of shaped like humans, not too abstract there. Okay, and then the uh, the one who plays Raven uh, with the blue hair, she's um, like a, a sorceress or witch kind of powers? Yeah, basically she kind of like says some sort of incantation over and over. Uh, I don't know if that changes or she always uses the same one. So she kind of has those magical dark abilities. And Starfire is supposed to be kind of like an alien from a different planet. I don't know if the power, everybody from her planet has those powers that she has, but she kind of has energy blast i don't know if they're going to do that again in this show but very very strange look but i almost assume that like this isn't maybe this is an alien the first time on planet earth and she just doesn't know what she's doing so she's just very wearing these very loud vibrant colors and maybe it'll work for her character i don't know i i'm trying not to jump on set photos because it is indeed just a set photo mm-hmm. but um uh, i would assume all these characters at some point in time are going to be suiting up and maybe some sort of um, uh, matching suits possibly with some sort of Titans logo on them. So I'll reserve all of my judgments until I kind of see them battle ready. Yeah, I mean, looking up Starfire, just doing a quick Google on on Starfire, that outfit is not very, depending on which one you see, is not very practical. Um, (laughs) And so I could totally see them not wearing that. Uh, But I also don't think that... (laughs) <laughs> no, you're right. Like over the ages, Starfire has not had a very uh, practical suit. Uh, it seems like they just try to draw her with fewer and fewer clothes. So I, I am okay with her having a more practical suit because, uh, yeah, we shouldn't be uh, drawing our, our female superheroines like they're in bikinis all the time. Yeah, and also, I mean, uh, again, she's just kind of in a, a weird-looking dress, and I don't think she's going to be wearing that 24-7 either. So, yeah, how are you uh, supposed to fight in that? <laughs> Yeah, was she going to prom or something? It's yeah. cool. Whatever, this is fine. Everybody stop panicking. Get your panties out of a bunch and just wait <laughs> till the official photos come out because this is all out of context. Remember when Mike threw a fit over the Black Panther set photos? <laughs> yeah, remember when I threw a fit, people? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's interesting that we're starting to see set photos now because that means the show is actually in production, so they're actually making it. So I would say possibly at the end of the summer – they could be, you know, rapping, which means eventually the show will be done. That means they'll have to announce this DC streaming app. So are they going to do it maybe in the winter when uh, Aquaman comes out? Hopefully that's a good movie and they can ride on the coattails. Or do they wait until maybe the the freshness of the new year, 2019, to announce it? Um, they definitely want to get a jump on it before Disney rolls theirs out. So possibly mm-hmm. this calendar year, maybe we'll be seeing that DC uh, streaming well, app. It is it is slated for this year. Everything is slated for 2018. So I, I, you're 100% right. And they've actually been filming this since December because we had the official photos of Robin in his Robin outfit. Mm-hmm. And um, two other people, I forget who it was as well. Um, not and no one on, on these photos, two other characters. So, uh, I definitely know we're going to get it this year. I'm not worried about this again. I'm not as invested as everybody else is, but we got to see something official and maybe we're going to be getting a trailer, uh, in time for San Diego. Yeah, I hope so. San Diego comic-con let's, let's, let's bank on that. So if you guys are butthurt or not about your Titans photos, let us know. I want to know what people think. Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm not invested. Mike knows more than I do, obviously, about this. I, I had to come to you for, quite, for answers. <laughs> Love it. 
You've been watching Arrow. You gave up on it. Oh, I gave up on that oh, show a season and a half ago. It feels like. <laughs> so uh, the actor Colton Haynes, who I believe played the Red Arrow, is coming back as a season regular in season seven. Yeah, I've, I I kind of heard that. Uh, he's been known, I guess, as Speedy at some point in time. I think maybe he was also called Arsenal. Yeah, uh, and but, then Speedy uh, was the sister, but she has left the show. So I think this is that swap for characters. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Uh, whew, I don't even know how they fix Arrow. I don't even know if people are still watching it, but uh, good on them because it looks like they all got renewed, all the superhero shows. Enough people are watching them, Mike, because they did get renewed. CW has renewed all their shows. That includes Legends of Tomorrow, which I didn't think would make it this far, <laughs> uh, Arrow, The Flash, uh, what else is on? Supergirl and uh, Black Lightning. So everybody's everybody's coming back next year uh, for sure. And uh, CW did that pretty, they always do it pretty early. And they're like, yep, everybody. And you get a season and you get a season. Uh, it's, like yeah, ne- well, it's like Netflix green lighting shows over there. Yeah, well, I believe their upfronts are going to be uh, airing soon. I think at the very end of April, beginning of uh, May. So I think they're just kind of preparing for all of that, getting the advertisers ready and hyped to spend all of their money and buy their uh, ad slots. So, man, good for the CW. Who would have expected uh, like seven years ago when Arrow was being advertised around town and I just saw just a giant shirtless Arrow on the side of malls that that was going to turn the CW <laughs> into this huge superhero headquarters for all of these DC shows that would be rivaling the multi-million dollar, sometimes billion dollar movies. So uh, good for CW, good for Berlanti. That makes all of them too. Good for not giving up. You know, I don't think they've canceled any show ever, have they? Um, no, I mean, Supergirl, I think was maybe the closest, but she just basically got demoted from CBS to CW. Well, I think, I think Legends was the closest cause I didn't know what, what season two was going to hold cause it's expensive, but, mm-hmm. um, that's really cool. So, uh, I think Constantine's also coming back in that from the, uh, CBS show. So they're really, they're really going for it. So good for them. Good on them. Batgirl, the movie is still moving forward with a new writer, Christina Hodson, who wrote the Birds of Prey movie and the Bumblebee movie. So <laughs> that Bumblebee, I laugh every time I hear that that's going to be a movie. Still, <laughs> uh, I uh, I haven't seen the trailer for it that I remember, but I, I mean, I feel like a hundred people have worked on this. I never, every time I talk about it, someone else has written this or done something, but apparently it's only uh, been written by Christina Hodson and directed by Travis Knight. So one on one, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I it's fine. I guess <laughs> we're going to have to get through uh, the Aquaman movie. Hopefully it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'll be seeing Shazam. And mm-hmm. then I think after Shazam, isn't it Wonder Woman two? I think Wonder Woman two or flash. Wonder Woman two has a solid date. The flash could pop up in the middle if they want to. Mm. So, I mean, hopefully we can kind of trek forward, have some good solid standalone movies and then maybe bring Batgirl into the fold. I guess. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to do a Batman solo movie anytime soon. So <laughs> if they're, they're, they're stalled on that, just bring on the Batgirl. Yeah. Last week, we saw the solo Star Wars story trailer live on the show, uh, which was really cool. And the official runtime is now two hours and 15 minutes, which puts it right at every other Star Wars movie in that time <laughs> frame. So I'm, I'm not surprised at this. I'm actually, it's actually a little longer than I thought it'd be. Um, but. I mean, I, I don't have high hopes for Solo. Like, you know, I'm not dying to see it, but... Shocking news, Chris. Shocking news. I'm not here to shock people, okay? I'm just here to inform <laughs> the people. We're here to disseminate. <laughs> yes, whatever you want to say. The Deadpool 2, or I guess any Deadpool movie, 
Marvel Comics cannot use the movie costume in their comic book drawings. They found that out um, a couple weeks ago. Um, I guess probably earlier than that, but it was released this past week. Um, oh, I uh, okay. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. I guess... Um, all right. I mean, I guess they're kind of lucky because when you draw, you can literally draw anything you want. So I guess if they're like, nope, you drew him too close. Okay, well, just cake out the eraser and just erase that line. I'll move a buckle over here. I'll move a pouch over here. All right, now it's different. <laughs> yeah, apparently the only difference is a couple of straps and some knee pads. Like, there's not a huge mm-hmm. difference, but the due to all of the licensing deals across all of the Marvel Comics properties and the different studios... They couldn't use it uh, in a comic book series where Deadpool gets cast as Deadpool making the Deadpool movie uh, in that comic book. So he couldn't draw them exactly like he was in the movie. So Ah, uh, okay. Um, it, yeah, th- that's just interesting to know, but uh, I guess it's cool if you're <laughs> looking to get into the industry, you know your licensing deals before you start working on something too hardcore, you know? Yeah, there so, you go. Or at least don't be a dick like T.J. Miller. Uh, arrested this week yet again for reporting a false bomb threat on a train. Oh, man. This guy is falling faster than I think any celebrity that I can recall. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it started a rough, I think, maybe two years ago where he was uh, accused of assaulting, I believe, an Uber driver, and then it was proved because the Uber driver had either audio recorded or video recorded of the situation. So that didn't help T.J. Miller out. But, you know, he was still a funny guy. People really Uh enjoyed him, so he was able to ride that out. And then some stuff came out about him and a girl back in college that was... I don't know. I, I no. I don't think anyone can ever definitively say what happened there because um, there seems to be two different sides and reporting going on. So I, I'm not going to go into that any bit more. But uh, when you're arrested for making a bomb threat, I don't know how you weasel your way out of that one. I see what you uh, did there. Yeah, there's a there's reports saying that uh, he made the bomb threat because a, a woman on the train was was uh, upset at him, or he was upset at the woman on the train, so he tried to call a bomb threat, maybe pinning it on her. I don't know exactly what went on there, but DJ uh, uh, Miller, I mean, he's not on my Silicon Valley anymore. Apparently, everybody on the set of Silicon Valley didn't like working with him. He was very difficult, fell asleep on set a lot. Um, I didn't know his lines. I've heard lots of different stories. So, TJ Miller, uh, sorry, buddy, but uh, I don't think you're going to be in Deadpool. The nail in the coffin (laughs) was when he starred in the Emoji movie, and we all should have just realized then that was done. Uh, So, um, yeah, I I mean, I hadn't heard any motives for this, but like, that's that makes no fucking sense. So, uh, yeah, I guess we won't be seeing a lot of him going forward. They'll probably not cast him in Deadpool three or X force. Yeah. This is going to be weird watching Deadpool two and seeing TJ Miller on screen. Um, he voiced something. Oh, he was a voice of one of the characters in ready player one also. So I hope TJ Miller saved all of the checks from all of these movies because I don't think he's going to be seeing any in a while. (laughs) We better invest that and get it out later. So, uh, yep. Yep. That's what you get. Uh, speaking of Deadpool and Fox, the uh, president of Fox uh, is saying that the Disney acquisition will most likely close by the end of summer 2019 at the latest. They feel very confident in this, Mike. They're moving right along. All right. So uh, summer 2019, uh, possibly the last Fox movie we might see or X-Men movie we might see come out before the deal is signed and official I guess New Mutants is supposed to be in the early part of next year. Um, 
did they push no, Phoenix it, again? Phoenix is February. New Mutants is like closer to October, August. Of this year or no, is next no, year? No, 19, 2019. Okay, so maybe those two movies will close out 2019. I don't, they're de- obviously not going to get another Deadpool movie pushed out uh, in another X- year. So. X-Force will probably be in production, so it will not be canceled or not released probably. Yeah, I wonder if maybe when contracts are signed, you know, when the final pen stroke is is laid in summer 2019, will there be clauses in that contract that say, hey, you still need to move forward with these movies. You got to yeah. move forward with the Gambit movie. You got to move forward with uh, uh, New Mutants too because we already laid the groundwork and there's contracts. Or maybe Disney's just like, it doesn't matter what we sign because once we own Fox, we have all the money in the world to like throw money well, at Channing Tatum and make the Gambit movie go away. Well, if you know? it's <laughs> in production, like, I mean, New Mutants will appear, X-Force will appear, Gambit, since it hasn't started anything really, and mm. hasn't even, like, they've got a production start date, but they've done that, like, how many times now? That's the only one I, I feel may not make it, but the other ones probably definitely will. Um, the way most of those contracts are, if it's in production, like, they're like, yeah, you've got to see some of this out because those producers on that still have to get their kickback, so they they probably yeah. want to see them at the end of They'll probably just play it. I'm sure there'll be like in a second clause, all of that, that gives Disney the option to sign a check. It is kind of unfortunate that uh, Disney loses the option of using the title of New Mutants as a reboot for the X-Men because I believe that's exactly what Disney is going to want to do is reboot the X-Men in Phase 4, maybe in like 2021 or like 2023 or something like that, however long it takes them to get it going. But but they have Uncanny. Which yeah, I was thinking, yeah, series. they can call them Uncanny X-Men or like Astonishing X-Men or something like that. They still have that nomenclature that they can ride on. Or they could just continue the the what they have been doing uh, in the past where they just say X-Men uh, with, like a, with a subtitle. So yeah. looking forward to that reboot. Desperately needed. Uh, X-Men needs an injection of life and adrenaline so bad. So I think Disney yeah. can do that. Let's just hope Disney does, doesn't take over the world and own every movie theater on the planet and have a monopoly. That's fine. That's fine. They're all good stuff. <laughs> as long as we Disney... get Fantastic Four, right? <laughs> yeah, well, the, yeah. Or at least so you can get your Galactus, Mike. That's really all you want. Yeah. Uh, Mulan has done some casting here with actors Jet Li and actress... Gongli. Jet Li will play the Emperor of China. Um, and Gongli will actually play the villain, a powerful witch, which is a change up from the original movie, which I think is a good choice because yeah. the original one is good, but like why would I just want to see a live action shot for shot remake of that, you know? So it's been a it's been a long time since I've seen Mulan, but I remember liking it as a boy because there was fighting in it and dragons and kung fu and Cool and stuff like sauce. that and swords and that's what boys like so uh yeah i guess i'm gonna have to hop on this disney live action train so what's the next live action disney movie coming out oh that's a good question that's a is good it, question is it the, is it the lion king lion, is that the next one i don't think so it may be or is it I think a, aladdin or is it aladdin anyway they're starting to move up the chronological order to movies that i watched as a kid so uh maybe i'll be able to jump on board yeah, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull up a quick list here from from this this year. The uh, Christopher Robin, I guess, is considered a live action one. Yeah, I want to see that. Dumbo is next, actually. With from Dumbo's March. next. March. Dumbo's next. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, from Tim Burton. Uh, so take that as you will. That's March. Uh, Aladdin is May of next year, and Lion King is July of next year. Good luck, Timmy Burton. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's okay uh, from what I've heard from people screening it. So. Uh, give him something that's not weird. We'll we'll go with that. 
Jurassic World The Fallen Kingdom, we've talked about this trailer dropping sometime soon with Infinity War. Apparently it's going to drop Wednesday, so we'll be talking about it next week. God, I hope it's a good one. That's all I can say yeah. on that. Uh, I need something to inject life into me for these uh. Jurassic World movies. <laughs> um, so there's that coming. Uh, in surprise news, the Terminator franchise has cast Gabriel Luna, who played Ghost Rider on S.H.I.E.L.D., to play the lead Terminator role. Yeah, I would. I never would have expected that, that's for sure. Uh, it's cool that he's going to be in the lead role. It sounds like I haven't heard Arnold Schwarzenegger's name whispered around this movie franchise. He is. He's in it. Uh, <laughs> I hope he's not a big part of it. I think if James Cameron really wants to reboot his Terminator franchise, start off on the right foot. You kill Arnold made, right out the gate. Yeah, I think you put him in there as like maybe like an Easter egg, like as a reference, you know, but something you just vanquish very quickly. You really got to reboot this. Um I'm surprised uh, that they think that Gabriel Luna has a big enough star power to be the Terminator in this franchise. I would assume that a bigger star would be cast alongside of him. I'm not saying that we don't like him. We, we loved him as Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. a very faithful adaptation of what we saw from the comic book, at least. So I would expect uh, whatever uh, female action lead is going to be in there is going to be big, or if maybe there's a younger john connor or some sort of john connor adjacent that might be somebody really well known but they'll probably have to pump up the star power a little bit because i mean the terminator is on life support right now if you like they're gonna have to pull out all the stops to kind of put this back in people's good graces well i think i mean i think this one is taking a different approach uh, judging just by looking here uh natalia reyes and diego bonetta i think that's going for maybe we have more hispanic cast or hispanic leads uh, but i'm pretty sure um Sarah Connor, the actress's name. I can't think of her name. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard that she was coming She's back. in it as well, so uh, that's cool. I mean, that's, that's cool. So I don't know where they're going to take it, but again, it sounds like it's fresher than the other ones. I mean, it's not just recasting the same people over and over again. So new leads is good with me in that regard. Are Linda you, Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. <laughs> that was driving me, that was driving me crazy. Go. Thank you. Thank you for that. The original Sarah Connor. Uh, did you see Blade Runner 2049? I think you did, right? No, I didn't see it. I've heard the cinematography is great. Um, I hear it's a pretty decent standalone movie, even if you haven't seen the other one. So I I need to watch it. You need to watch. Have you seen the first one? A very, very long time ago. I would have to rewatch that one to really understand anything in that movie, too. I probably watched the first one and go to this one. But apparently the box office numbers for Blade Runner 2049 were kind of underwhelming, but it has found a new life in Blu-ray DVD digital sales afterwards. So... Um, apparently it has been making huge money on the home market. So that's cool. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I like the, I kind of like the underdog stories that we got back in the day when like DVDs were a really big thing. We're like a comedy movie, like super troopers, like would come out and nobody saw it in theaters, but then it just made tons of money, um, uh, in DVD sales. So I kind of like that. That story is like still possible. I thought that would have fallen by the wayside with digital releases. So good for Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I recommend it. Uh, if anyone um, wants to see something, it's really good. Uh, I talked about it today with the, the guy in a car ride, and it was really, really fun to talk about that movie. So uh, if you're looking to see it, do it out. And Mike's last bit of news here is very concerning, but I'm not surprised about Movie Pass. Mike, lay it on us. Oh, geez. Okay, so uh, Movie Pass. Are you a subscriber? Is kind of- 
No, I'm not, but I was really heavily considering it just a couple weeks ago when they ran a very brief promotion where if you prepaid for the whole year, you could get it at basically, I think it was 7 or $8 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking at doing that, but you know, I didn't, I didn't pull the trigger right then and there. So I've been toying around with the idea of MoviePass for a while. But now they've announced that brand new subscribers to the service. So if you went to their website right now and decided to get a movie pass, you're not going to get the same deal as uh, people have in the past. So I believe as of right now, mm-hmm. or in the past, if you already have your card, you were paying um, 10 bucks a month and you could see unlimited movies with movie pass for $10 a month. You could go every single day if you wanted to. I believe there was even, maybe we talk about this on the show at one point in time. I think a, a woman actually had gone and watched the movie every single day with movie pass. So she saw 365 uh, movies in a year at 10 bucks a month. She got plenty of value out of that deal, but now they have changed it. So now new subscribers will be paying $30 every quarter, which is very weird. I don't know how you get consumers on board with any sort of quarterly subscription, very strange. Uh, So that would be basically $120 a year, and you only get to see $4 a month. I mean, four movies a month. And then there's some sort of iHeartRadio subscription that nobody cares about, so so I wouldn't worry about that. So really changing up what it is to what it might be. So I might put this up, and I was very concerned because I know we. I mean, we have friends of the show who have Movie Pass. I have friends in real mm-hmm. life who have Movie Pass. People love it. It's not for me. I don't go to the movie. I, I I go to a lot of movies, but I don't go enough. Like I need to have the premium features, which you can't get with Movie Pass. Yeah, um, you need we need we need the night of showing, like premiere nights, which is not easy to do with Movie Pass. You can't you can't pre order your things. You can't go IMAX. You can't go 3D if it's only in 3D, and you have to wait. You know certain times. I'm in a smaller market than you are, so my, my choices are very limited. Um, mm. So we, we've never really jumped on it, but I looked at this. This apparently, You're right. This is the only deal they have right now with iHeartRadio. You pay 30 bucks um, and you get four months, and that's like what? Or quarterly would be three months. So, so you get like 12 movies and three months of iHeartRadio, which apparently blows um, <laughs> for, for 30 bucks, which still is an okay deal. But it's not as good as their past deals because yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I, if 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 Movie Pass rolled out with this deal to be to begin with, people would be like, "Oh, this is very interesting." But when you start with unlimited and then you cut it down to four, uh, Chris, I don't know if you if you know this. Uh, I mean, I'm no math major. I, I know you're not either. I've taken some math classes in the past, but I believe the gap between the number four and infinity is uh infinite so you're literally going from infinite amount of movies to four that's that's a line in the sand for sure well so here's the here's the problem this is because you didn't pull the trigger this is not applied to anyone who currently has movie pass no one is getting downgraded yeah there's no retroactiveness going right right as of right now this is also according to the i mean we assume because of the backlash because people are kind of up in arms um, at this point, but like movie passes, this is a limited time thing where they're trying out different offerings. Well, there was no announcement of this. They just kind of did it. Uh, this is kind of like if Netflix was like, okay, well we have our $10 for unlimited movies on one screen, but now you have to pay 30 bucks for every three months and you get to watch four movies a week 
kind of thing. Yeah, but like if, but if it's like limited time, is where's the fine print that says if I do if I buy this now and they decide nobody likes it, am I stuck with this version or do they roll me back to the infant movies, infinity amount of movies? I don't know. It's just very weird. No one really knows the business model of Movie Pass. It feels very much like a startup that's just running at a loss and getting investors until they figure out what to do. So I, I think what I've heard people say is uh, get in, get in while getting's good and then if they if they screw up just bounce I, I i jumped online looked at some forums and people basically said i've been a movie pass subscriber for like three years if they change my service to this i'm just quitting instantly so people very sensitive about this uh their subscription so if you but, got, but if they're you also have, those people are not reading the fine print it was like no that's not retroactively doing this it's just for new subscribers because to me this model is this model is hemorrhaging money um, and this is going to, I don't think we'll make it through 2018, Mike. I think this is the year that will break the movie pass camels back. Oh, and we'll anyone who see. has it is going to have to go back to full price tickets by the, by 2019. I mean, uh, I think it's safe to say at the end of the day, uh, this was not the best thing for iHeartRadio to connect itself to. There's just nothing but bad press for them. I think, I mean, I've never heard a good thing about iHeartRadio. So (laughs) to me, it's right up their alley. They're like, yeah, we're just going to do this. And, 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 you know, we're going to tie ourselves to your sinking ship, but we're not out hardly any money. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if you're a MoviePass subscriber, let us know what you're thinking of it. Um, If you were going to be, are you going to sign up for this? Maybe weather it out to see. Because MoviePass did say that their original one is coming back. So I think that's good for Mike. Hopefully they they do the yearly thing, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, Um, I mean, it's safe to say now I'm definitely waiting. Yeah, so um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not doing MoviePass, so I can't, I can't speak intelligently on it or like, put in my two cents without being like, yeah, yeah I, I'm, a, I'm above your movie pass. Uh, yeah. I'm not, but I mean, I get it. I, I mean, well, I, there's another kind of bundle out there of uh, digital service that I saw. I think there's a, um, there's a Hulu bundle mixed with something else that I'm trying to remember what it was. Like you could get like Hulu, like kind of like the, the basic Hulu package combined with um, maybe Spotify or maybe like Amazon prime or something. I don't remember what it was, but uh the digital services are bundling now. I guess uh, I hope it doesn't stay that way because that just sounds like cable to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe I've, I've had some really good good luck bundling stuff. I'm looking forward to. Um, I've got to re re up my HBO. My free year of it went out. So um, because Westworld's out, man, we got to watch Westworld. Yeah, that's right. That's right, man. So I've had some good luck with some bundles. Some aren't as good as others, but maybe you know, knock on wood, they'll 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 pull they'll pull. And, and leave on this deal very quickly, or at least add their original one back into Movie Pass. So, uh-huh. knock on one. Well, that's our show for the week, Mike. We're gonna be back next week. Yeah, oh, you know we will. We're gonna be back here next week, well, and then we- the week after that, we have Infinity War to talk about. That's right. We're gonna be doing an Infinity War special episode. So make sure you're subscribed, uh, so you can get it the minute it comes out. You never know when it's gonna be with that, and uh, we're excited about it. So next week's our last regular episode before we hit movie season. And uh, yeah. we're going to be busy all the time. But in the meantime, Mike, people want to know what you're up to, what you're doing, how you've been, where can they find you at? Well, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram and Twitter. And you could read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, people want to follow you, see what you're up to. You're running all around. You're a very busy man. Uh, you're, you always got a camera in front of your face recording something. Where can they find that at? You can find me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N. I've got to update my pop picture collection with my DVDs for 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe so I can make a nice display of these pictures at the end of it. Maybe get them framed, something nice. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you can also head over to Comic UI. Uh, our first interview is going to go up tomorrow, so look forward to that. That's with the VP of Marvel Publishing, and uh, we'll be posting there. Uh, I guess that's really it. I, I don't know where else I, I am except here on Superhero Slate. If people like Superhero Slate, Mike, where can they find more of us at? Well, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host a show and to look at our show notes. So we talk about a lot of things every week on this show, and we don't want you to just try to commit it to memory. You can just head to SuperheroSlate.com, and you can get all the links to everything we talked about if you want to see that Incredibles trailer. Uh, more importantly, if you want to see those set photos of Titans that we talked about, uh, you can get that in our show notes. And you can also catch us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You can subscribe and get us right in your email inbox every week and you can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram if you're a fan of the show uh, please consider leaving us a review wherever you watch the show we love that uh, let us know if you bought a shirt at superheroslate.com slash store drop that in the comments we'd love to see a picture of that uh, tweet at us uh, uh, Instagram at us I think you can do that yeah there's like direct messages I, I think we, we we'd can, read those if, if we got them you can tag people as well on Instagram you can just add us and then because we need to know what your three movies are for the MCU that you would give someone who's never heard anything so we need, yeah, that's we need right. to see that yeah, we got notifications turned on. You reach out to us. We'll see it at some point in time before next week's show. So make sure you're subscribed. And if you're a super fan of the show, if you want to be considered a super fan, if you want to walk up to me in real life and shake and you want to shake my hand, I'll only shake super fans' hands. <laughs> so you got to share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we'll call you that. We'll call you the super fan, and we will be here every week gearing up for a summer movie season coming up, Chris. That's right. It's right around the corner, Mike, so I guess we better go rest up for it. Now We'll see you guys next week. All right. Adios, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. After some of my theater-going experiences over the last couple of years, like more and more I'm just like, I just want to stay at home and watch this stuff. <laughs>